Hello everyone, welcome to the Ohio Agronomy Roundup. I'm your host, Lene Stevens, and I am here today with Brad Miller, the technical agronomist for DeKalb Asgro in Ohio and the Northern region. Thank you for joining the podcast today. Thanks, Lene. So Brad, do you wanna tell a little bit um, about yourself and what your position is as a technical agronomist and the territory you cover? Yeah, um, so, Grew up on a farm in Northeast Ohio, went to Wilmington College, got my agronomy degree and went on to uh, Purdue University, got my master's degree in weed science. I was able to make it back to Ohio and um, since then I've been an agronomist and I cover Northern Ohio for DeKalb and Asgro. And uh, so I go all the way from on the west side as far south as the Lima area, uh, of course all the way up to Michigan and the Indiana line. Then as you go east across Northern Ohio, I stay north of Columbus now on the eastern side of the state, I go as far south as Zanesville, so, yep. Well, great, and as a technical agronomist, what is your day-to-day like, and what does your role all entail? Well, that's what I love about being a, an agronomist, is every day is different. So I'm not stuck in the office all the time, um, but yeah, I get to get out and see customers, uh, walk corn and soybean fields, make recommendations, product recommendations, uh, do a lot of product training with our sellers, this sell to Cabin Asgro. Uh, a lot of that happens throughout the summer and fall. Um, and then do a lot of product evaluations and try to pick the best products that we'll use here in Ohio. So picking backing off of that, um, because you're here, there, and everywhere in the state of Ohio, uh, in an agronomic sense, how is corn and beans looking like um, in your region right now? Yeah, it depends on where you're at. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so... Western Ohio this year got a nice early start for a change, much better than last year. So uh, that worked out nice, Um, got things in pretty good playing conditions. Some fields were planted a little bit wet uh, and and that's showing. We did have some replants in some areas, so it's quite evident in some parts of the fields where water stood a little bit longer, those areas need to be replanted. Uh, The corn on top of the tile lines uh, looks fantastic. So. Um, then as you move east into north central Ohio, um, crops look pretty good. Um, and then as you get to the eastern part of the state, over towards uh, Worcester area and east, uh, things look really good. Uh, that area of the state recently has had more rainfall. Uh, here at Business this past weekend, we had over an inch and a half of rain, whereas western Ohio maybe only got about a third to a half inch. So. And actually, the northwest part of the state could use some rain pretty bad, so. Well, hopefully we'll be seeing that this week with some pop-up showers happening uh, earlier Sunday and later. Uh, we were seeing it today in Perrysburg, just sitting here now. Uh, well, when approaching post-nitrogen timing when it comes to corn, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. What should growers be focusing on with their corn operation now? Yeah, once the nitrogen's on, I. To me, the next phase is scout for weeds, make sure we don't have any grass breaks, especially. With all the wets, whether we had this spring, uh, some of the residual herbicides can run out of gas a little bit sooner. Uh, so we wanna get out there and make sure we don't need to make a post-herbicide application. Um, then the next phase is gonna be deciding whether or not we wanna make some foliar fungicide applications. Great. And looking at a soybean sense, you know, we just had summer solstice uh, right around the corner. We just hit that and that has passed us. And what should we expect for beans and what should growers be aware of now? 
Yeah, so as we get towards the end of June here with the change in day length, uh, that's really what triggers flowering in soybeans. So R1 is the first flower stage, reproductive stage on beans, or beginning bloom. And that typically happens about six to eight weeks after planting. And uh, that is, not only is it day length driven, but temperature driven. So beans need about 500 or so GDUs to get the first flower. Uh, but so why is that important? So we're entering reproductive stage. So that's the important timing to make sure we got all the weeds under control. Uh, so we don't impact yield. Um, also, that's that's uh, indicator timing when herbicide applications need to stop. So, for example, uh, an extended max application, we're labeled up to R1 stage. Uh, same thing with Liberty applications, we need to spray up to R1 stage according to the label. So, yeah, it's it's uh, a time we need to make sure we're protecting yield, but also makes uh, some different decisions as well. I understand. So if growers are looking for more information about uh, what next, next steps they need to take for corn or beans, uh, where should they reach out to or who should they reach out to? They should reach out to their uh, local uh, retail outlet where they buy their seed or their independent dealer would be the first place. Uh, they can also go to our website and contact us uh, through email. Um, we, you can re get a hold of your local uh, farm sales rep or technical agronomist that way. Great, and I guess the Facebook page is another great resource. You are you and Roy both put some uh, videos up, correct? Yeah, yeah, we try to post some agronomic videos that can be informative. And uh, uh, for example, there was one on there recently about uh, wireworming corn and how to diagnose that issue. So yeah, please check out our Ohio the Calabash Grow Facebook page for more information on that. Well, great. Well, thank you, Brad, and uh, I look forward to talk to you in the future. All right. Thank you. How was that? Redo it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah.